Well, let me eat my sub in peace. Yeah, see, see, that's the first thing people going to hear is you eating your sub in peace. Hey, one, two, one, two. This is the very first episode of the brand new wrestling show that uh, another damn wrestling podcast. Ain't that something else? It's just that's actually it. another one. Is that it's what it's another called? One. There's a podcast called like that. No, no, oh, no there's not. Big, but this, this is upper mid card. Yeah, this is the upper mid card. So, uh, like you know, this, how, upper this is how we're going to start out. But Can uh, we videotape this? Or? No, not right now. We're we going to get there, though. Oh, we just. Yeah, not today. This is going to be the intro so everybody kind of gets gets a, a better feeling for everything that's going on. Um, so, I'm your I'm your host. My name's Cisco. Here with uh, John Princeton. And I am the icon BJ Walker. And then over behind us is Can we do that one over? I didn't like the way I said that. That no, didn't no, sound no. very sexy. It's live. Just it's live. You can't be. No. You can't redo we're not sexy editing. on live. Mm-mm. Oh, we don't have the budget to oh, edit. Okay. Right now, All right. So what we're not going to bore the people with is another another luxurious recap. Oh, I don't need no introduction? No, you're just an engineer. Yo, I mean, oh, if, you, if you would have brought us all Subway and invited us, maybe we, we got an introduction. Yeah. But since you're over there, yeah. you know, eating healthy and getting your little Jared on, Jacob, whatever the guy's name is. Yo, he got a six-inch, though. He, he got a six-inch? He, he didn't even go all the way. You was. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even get the $5 foot long? Sad. Anyway, so we'll, we'll leave we'll leave Miles alone so he can enjoy his sandwich. Um... It's not going to be another boring wrestling recap show. We kind of right, run down, you know, each each match result from Raw and discuss what we like and don't like, and uh, tell us how much we dislike Roman Reigns. We're not going to do that. Oh, is that what you guys do? You guys don't like Roman? I mean, I just said we're not going to do that. So. Oh, okay. I don't know. I like. I like. I'm actually Roman fan. Well, I like Roman. Said, we're not going to do that. I like Roman. Yeah, we can I mean, maybe. We can I don't maybe know get how you don't like someone who doesn't who just recovered from leukemia. That's a bit devilish, but. You know, yeah, all right, yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> so we're not allowed to hit, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> there's a timer on it. Different, yeah, there's a timer on that. Um, I love his family, though. He comes from good people. We're from, not going to talk about Roman. We're not going to talk about Roman right now. Um, so, as we're recording this the night before, previously, so we're going to run down the news real quick. Um, a couple of interesting things that happened. So, so Dean Ambrose officially left WWE last week. And the Shield had their last of twenty matches, um, final matches. Uh, <laughs> they had they had the nice network special, good send off, and emerged last night on Twitter with a video um, bringing back his old persona, um, John Moxley from uh, before he entered WWE. He wrestled uh, uh, pretty much everywhere. Yeah, CCW, um, TNA, pre- uh, briefly, and um, so. We'll open it up, I guess, like, there's a lot of speculation and stuff like that as to what this actually means. Um, there was a lot of speculation that he was just going to be completely done with wrestling, like, altogether and kind of moving on to the second phase of his life. But it doesn't seem to be the case. So, you you were pretty excited about it, John. When you saw yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, first of all, like, uh, I'm a big Dean Ambrose fan. I feel like he never got the spotlight that the other two got um, on the shield. I think part of that is probably writing, pretty much. Uh, however, if you go to their WWE website right now, he's actually on the alumni page. A lot of people yeah, I thought think I've that. I've seen like an article about that or something. Like they made a big deal about that. Yeah, and uh, that's usually a good sign because my original thought that I thought it was going to happen was that this was a gimmick. Like I thought this was a work because I'm like, how many last matches can one man have? You know. And originally, I was like, oh, I see what they're doing. They're going to change his gimmick. Dean Ambrose is leaving, and we're getting John Mosley. But after last night's video, the quality of that video alone, I mean, as a filmmaker, like, fuck, like, that video's there. You yeah. Know? yeah. And I saw that, and I'm like, I said, that's not 
I mean, I hate to say that, but they have the money to do this, but that's not WWE quality, like, filmmaking. Like, whoever made that has a creative plan. And I was very excited because uh, you, the I brought this up earlier. A lot of people think that he's uh, double or nothing bound since yeah. uh, he has two dies in the back that were, like, two and five. Yeah, there was a lot of a lot of people right into it. Yeah, I think, I mean, me personally, I think it's, um, speaking from a worker standpoint, um, I never did this on a major level that he's on, but I did it on an indie level. When you come up, when you get out of your contract and you come up, um, certain stuff like the Moxie vignette and whatnot, you play to certain things. And when you play to certain companies or whatnot, that, that makes other companies up their bid. Yeah. So like I, I think what I think what he's doing is a classic tactic. I mean, I would love to see the John Moxley. Like where was this I wanted to see John Moxley when he faced Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Yeah. And they didn't do nothing. Because the John Moxley I know in a no holds bar match probably would have, you know, yeah. cut Brock Lesnar with a chainsaw, which obviously which is a bitch much for WWE T V. <laughs> but <laughs> No, but I think what he's doing is um See, here's the thing. Everybody thinks of AEW because AEW is a hot thing right now. Yeah. But there's money to be made other places. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, if Impact really wants uh, uh, Ambrose Moxie, I've seen these Ambrose to me. They'll, they can have him. I know for a fact if uh, New Japan wanted him bad enough and he gave New Japan a number, I'm pretty sure New Japan could match it. So, like, um, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash did the same thing. There's yeah. a story about yeah. that. Um, yeah. Jim Ross was sitting, this is when they were impersonating him. And Jim Ross is like, um, Razor and Diesel's going to be here tonight. Mind you, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash are on um, Nitro. Yeah. So Eric Bischoff and the, and the other powers that be, they had no idea. They think. They were scared. They yeah, were they were scared. Yeah. So they yeah. literally gave them an extra $500,000 in their salary. Yeah. I heard that from Kevin Nash's mouth. Itself. Scott Hall gave me a version of it, but he didn't give me like precise numbers. Yeah, I think. Um, the only the only other thing with this too is like yeah it's still we don't know nothing right, right. so it's it's fine that you know this happens and it's been a little while since we had something like this in wrestling that was even which is good yeah. and and you know what and I'll be hundred percent truthful I was never the biggest Dean Ambrose fan Me like, at all and I'm just yeah. being honest you I know, thought he was good but I, yeah I, I, didn't I just never and like you know John's point like I see you know the correlation between the, the two guys I think he had more of the character over than the wrestler. Yeah, mm-hmm. the I matches, agree. the matches and stuff like that just never seemed to be. Unless he might have been working with those other two guys, mm-hmm. they just never seemed to be, you know, top tier stuff. But yeah. again, one of the one of the things that we always see is like a guys guys always say they feel constrained when they're in the, under the WWE umbrella and they can't really be free. They can't be that's themselves and do what they want to yeah, do. That's really going on. And so, it, like I said, we we know enough that we know what came before and the, and his style and everything else, and he had to be much tamer in that. Mm-hmm. You know. Like you said, this is something that leads back to it. Maybe. If not, you know, so, like you said, there's three other companies he could go to. He'd go to Ring of Honor. Um, uh, he could just go to Indies anywhere yeah, else. You know, yeah. there's plenty There's plenty of other places. One of the things, uh, and I don't know if anybody else is, like, and I haven't seen this anywhere, if guys are going to AEW, are they exclusive to them? Or are they still free to work no, other places? Free. They're free to work. Well, so, the people I work with, like, um, Sunny Kiss, Sunny Kiss and Nyla... Rose, um, Sunny Kiss was the first like openly uh, homosexual wrestler signed. Yeah, I got a lot of respect for Sunny in the ring, and you know the person just being that brave. And then Nala Rose was the first transgender ever signed. I don't know how that works because technically they're both homosexual. I'm not trying to be politically incorrect. Yeah, no, it's but a- you know, they. I think it should just have a match, fight it out. Whoever wins gets the first props. But um, no, with them, um, 
Nala and Sonny actually just did a couple of shows with me. So I don't know. I saw that. I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's upper yeah, tier yeah, talent yeah. or lower tier talent, yeah. but they would obviously be mid card talent to Cody and those guys being upper card. Yeah. So it's the same thing. I know for a fact for the mid card, they don't care. So, I mean, I don't think they would be able to get exclusive rights to Dean unless they're paying him WWE money. Right. And if I'm not mistaken, he's making what? Close to what? A mil and a half a, a year? Yeah. A mil and a half a year with them. I think, you know, it's like no matter what, it still hurts. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't, because as we, we were talking about before we started recording this, there's so many guys now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it seems, and it, it does seem sad that they're almost like replaceable, but with as much time as each show has, you're still not given enough with each person. Right. right. And. You know, from that point, it's like maybe he just never thought that he was going to get to that point where he was going to be looked at as a Roman or or a Rollins. Yeah. Well, I didn't think he put in those spots. Well, but, how do you guys feel though? I mean, I know you're a Dean Ambrose fan. Yeah. I never. I, I'm be honest with you. When you when you book it, when you say it out loud, yeah. like this is what I always did with myself. Like when it comes to like wrestling, when you say it out loud, Dean Ambrose, the performer, doesn't capture me as a WrestleMania main event epic, right? Never before seen like. And to be fair, he was never put in that type of situation. Though. Yeah, and 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 for a lot of different reasons. And yeah, he, we <laughs> I know we said we're not going to talk about Roman, but you know you had a guy who you know if he wasn't you know medically in the situation that he was in this year, probably would have made him at WrestleMania again. And that yeah, been, now that like, was four or five I mean, years yeah. in a row. Now, now Roman Reigns main event in all those WrestleManias was a bit ridiculous, but I don't think Dean Ambrose was the guy to fill. No, but even even if you take if you substitute any of those matches, you know, with uh, with him Triple H. You know Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins. You know anybody that was because what was the year? It was Triple H and um, and Roman. That was thirty two, I think. Yeah, yeah. and then the, was it two months before that? They did the Roadblock show and Triple H fought Dean Ambrose. That match was better. Yeah, and it was a lot better. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it was like playing to the strengths and weaknesses. Like Roman's good in the short term, depending on who he's in the ring with. Yeah. So like he could go, you know, twenty minutes with AJ Styles, and you know those series of matches that they had before they did the brand split was some of the best work that he's done. Right. But then you think who's in the ring with him? I'm not saying he completely carried him or nothing like that. But no. it's just it was just a level of it was better. Yeah. Way, just a way level of better. Yeah. Way better. I think what Dean Ambrose hurts him is um he's always in my eyes. And I think a lot of casual fans, he's always going to be a hardcore wrestler. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. And that's the problem. And, you, and he'll never get out of that mode. And then when you wear the jeans and the t-shirt, I I, I just can't see him as a lace your up boots, put on right. your tights. And that's and that's, a, that's what I guess that's the point so I was trying to get to was like if you have somebody like that, you don't want your guy in the main event yeah. with jeans and a tank top. Like it's just. Doesn't look good, right? Yeah. You know, it's not wrestling. It's not like, wrestling. It doesn't yeah. look like it. I I always look at it like this: the believability of it is if you know, like Miles, our engineer over here, he don't no, watch wrestling. Screw your engineer. <laughs> he didn't buy me any. No, no, no. But I'm saying, like, you got a guy like that, right? He doesn't watch wrestling like at all, right? He, the most he's been involved in is past two months, and he's been coming to your shows. I took him to Ring of Honor a couple weeks ago. Okay, you know things like that. But if you have somebody who just turns the channel on and he sees some guy wrestling in jeans and a tank top, yeah. you're like, okay, even somebody who don't even know, they I'm know enough. Get up, I'm gonna get a beer. Right. They know enough to be like, all right, well, this guy's not serious. Like, is he really? Okay. See, and, I think that one of the advantages that Dean Ambrose, or I guess John now, one of the advantages he has right now is there's two companies that can play into his style. New Pro Japan. Because uh, New Pro Japan matches can get messy, and they already like they love. First of all, they love gaugings. You know, they like outside, they love, mm-hmm. outsiders they love outsiders to a now. certain extent. Mm-hmm. And I think that John plays perfectly into uh, even if 
like if you were to take away a stable from New Pro Japan and you were to throw him, everybody would say, oh, Bullet Club, right? That's actually not, and I think we talked about this, uh, my idea of having Punisher Martinez, Punishment Martinez in Los Ingobernables because they need an English speaker. Yeah. Dean Ambrose, he could fit can, He fits into that gimmick, or not gimmick, he fits into that stable perfectly. Mm-hmm. And his wrestling style matches that strong style, hardcore. And the other company that can really benefit him will be Impact because Impact has been like, so I can say Impact has beaten WWE for my attention in the last two years. And Impact been, has beaten your attention with WWE in the last two years? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Impact has been putting some. I think it's because uh, is it because W you've seen the same old thing in WWE? Or? Oh no, yeah, hundred percent. That's the problem yeah. I'm having. One of, one of the biggest things is I think Impact you get more creative freedom. You get more creative, and it's like you know what they did. Um, they just did. They kind of finished a series of matches between Brian Cage and um, Johnny Impact. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> and the last the blow off match just uh, and it's a good lead into like what else we were going to get to, but they just blew off their feud and they did. I think four matches, yeah, almost in a row, right? Which is the same thing like we've killed WWE for because how many times over the summer did you see Finn Balor face Baron Corbin? Yeah, over and over again. None of the matches were ever any good. They're not memorable. They're memorable because they were terrible. Mm-hmm. But at least these matches, they each ended ended in a different way creatively. Was always in a way that once Johnny Impact became a heel, made him slimy, made him yeah. find a way to get the title. And, and there's a then, story. But then, it, and it was a story. It led up to. They brought in Lance Storm as a special guest referee, and it was like, okay, now Cage gets a fair chance because he's not going to get screwed over again. Yeah. So we're going to make the playing the playing fair the playing field a little more even, and we're going to finish this. And they did. And even from something like that, that a lot of people aren't really watching, they are, but not on the, obviously on that level. It was storytelling. Yeah. yeah. You had a lead up, and then you had a blow off, a finish, and then you can move on from it. Yeah. So the other thing was when they finished that off. They took that and they led into something else. Michael Elgin debuted. Oh yeah, for Impact. Five years. So contract, supposedly. Yeah, and they took. You know, if anybody knows anything that's going on the past year with Michael Elgin, you know, he finally got cleared of. Um, yeah. You know the, the the criminal charges and everything like that that he was accused of. Got that passed. He left Impact Wrestling, and chose to go straight to Impact Wrestling. But it was in a way that, like I said, storytelling wise, you got through one few. Wrapped went, up, and done, you straight to and you go straight to another one with no long, drawn-out conversation. Yeah. Just two guys staring each other down in the and ring. And going at it. And going at it. And, Which and is the, the episode I, of the Kofi. Right. And I get that. Yeah. I mean, and then, like, here's the thing. I don't even want to get on that Kofi thing because I, I, I hated it, and I have my reasons for hating it, and it's nothing against Kofi. It's nothing against Kofi. You guys can't see this, but I just high five. But the, <laughs> the thing is, the thing is about that though. If you go back, and I'm, not, and this has nothing to do with the Attitude Era, yeah, the actual Attitude Era. But if you go back, let's go back. Sorry, we, we're jumping around, but we're yeah. Leading. If go we go back, if we go back to like, <laughs> if we go back to between like '98 and 2000, and we watch Austin, yeah. the people Austin feuded yeah. with, primarily The Rock being his biggest feud, right? They would do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. They would you Austin would wrestle Rock. They would somehow you they had, would touch each other at Royal Rumble. You had pepper. You guys. They would touch each other at No Mercy. Yeah, yeah. They would wrestle at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. They'd wrestle again at Backlash. Mm-hmm. Something would happen in between that, and then they wrestle again at whatever the four, four times I think was. in four years I believe that they only had matches. And if you really count, like when they fought for the Intercontinental Title, I think it was at 
It was something in your house. It was in your house when uh, Robert's Nation D-Lo, Domination. D-Lo, yeah. um, he got the stunner on top of the truck. truck. Yeah. yeah, that was like the first time I actually had a match. But they were fighting for the and they blew the roof off. And you know what? That wrestler, yeah. the wrestling was, was before, actually terrible. Yeah, but this was before <laughs> they actually became like the name Austin and the Austin Rock. and the Rock. Yeah, and once you got to that point, like you're saying, like with with that. You know, these guys now, they'll have five matches before you get to the pay-per-view match. Yeah. And at that point, you don't care. And, and that's yeah. the thing. And I think it's one 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 thing is what today's wrestling is. Okay, the, the athletes are awesome. Yeah. yeah. But the personality lacks. Like we, you know. uh, for instance, like me, Baron Corbin. And this isn't a knock on Baron Corbin as... It is a knock on Baron Corbin. We're well, not even sure. The thing about Bar- <laughs> the thing about Baron Corbin is I'm watching Baron Corbin like when he was Constable Corbin when he was the commissioner or whatever. Yeah. So he's he's going out every night and he's getting the mic. Mm-hmm. He's starting the show. Baron Corbin is starting yeah. the show with a microphone. Twenty and, minutes almost. And, and twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, compared to your Vince McMahon, your Triple H. Your Undertaker. I'm talking about when even Stephanie, yeah. when they were all heels. We're talking yeah. about when they were heels. We we can even take the NWO when they were heels. When you start your show with your your quote unquote top heel, and no one's intrigued by it, like we it's it's we're not booing you because we love to hate we're, you. We're, we're using booing insider terms. We don't. But there's no heat. Yeah, there's, there's literally there's no, no heat. Nobody we're cares. not entertained by you. Nobody cares. Like you're not pissing us off with yeah. your words yeah. and your 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 moniker. It's just you're pissing cares. us off because we don't want to watch. Right. That. Yeah. It's it's a different thing between drawing heat and an actually. And I don't think they being, get that. And that's what we're lacking. WWE and upset. Like you can draw heat and yeah. have the whole crowd hate you, and that's one thing that like yeah, and they yeah. they want you to see you lose it. Right. But it's it's completely. And that's different. why Ric Flair is Ric Flair. A lot of people right. don't understand that. Yeah. Um, I feel I really feel like WWE for like. Impact Wrestling and Ring of Honor, I don't know about New Japan. I can't speak on New Japan, but they definitely have the stars. So even if what I'm what I'm getting ready to say doesn't even apply to them, honestly. But WWE, I mean, Impact Wrestling and Ring of Honor, they're not under the pressure WWE is. WWE is worldwide. Yeah, that's a big picture. And they lack. Every one of their great eras had mega stars. Remember we talked about this. Yep. Mega, mega baby faces, mega heels. If you all remember... Um when they when they did the brand split, and I think this might be a little revisionist history, and that when like as an assignment for the three of us, if we do this next week again, all three of us, if you watch that very first episode of Raw when they did the brand split, from a presentation standpoint, they did a lot of close in ring cuts. They completely tried a totally different style from the it way that they filmed the entire broadcast. Right. The commentators like stayed out of like most of the matches as far as like them talking about like other things and like yeah. this and that and it felt new yeah and I remember being like damn like they're finally like putting it together what was that 02 is that 2002 no 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 I mean no, no. just recent oh like, just recently last brand oh, oh last brand 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 three years three years last you're talking 2016 that first that first Raw that they did after the brand split well I think, I think they filmed it completely different right and it was like you know that was I, I remember reading something about them wanting to be make it more of a fight big fight feel and the camera angles and everything they're using, they, I remember reading, it was like this whole big thing they wanted to try out. And then it was like two weeks went by, and they just went right back to the same formula. And it was like they didn't, I don't know if they just think people weren't smart enough to get it, or or they just didn't want to make that drastic of a change. But it was just like, hey, look, you know, they tried something new. It seemed to work for those two, three weeks, whenever they were doing it. And then and they they fixed went, it. And then everybody, and right then another thing, everybody blames Vince McMahon. Here's the thing, though. One thing I can tell you when it comes to stuff like that, um, 
Vince McMahon is running a billion dollar corporation that he built from the ground up. I mean, granted, his father had the WWE, yeah. but it wasn't it wasn't what it is today. Sure. So Vince is not going to do anything to purposely ruin that. You know what I'm saying? He, I'm not always agreeing with his his decisions and whatnot. He does make the final decision, mm-hmm. but a lot of those ideas aren't necessarily all on him and his. Right. The thing is, though, um, going back to your point, what you were saying about the edginess and whatnot, and like just the big fight feel. I think this, from what I understand, this deal that they signed with Fox for SmackDown—that's that's Fox is not Fox yeah. is not taking no for an answer. Well, yeah. Fox wants that edgy, you know what I mean? And and and, and, and it's kind of obvious when you see it. Certain stars over there, um, I don't believe for one second Roman Reigns is going back down the ladder. You know what I mean? So like Roman Reigns being on SmackDown is huge. I think he's going to be leading the way. Um, Roman Reigns will be Universal Champion again. Or WWE champion. Yeah. champion. Roman Reigns will be WWE champion again. Well, they want him in the face of the company, and you can't use the Universal for that because the WWE belt has this history. Yeah. That it makes more sense. I do think that I think WWE has two major issues. One is like you said, we don't have a big heel, and every heel plays into the coward heel. Mm-hmm. So then we have characters like uh, we have personas like Kevin Owens, who we know as Kevin Steen, he was a monster. But then he comes into WWE and he's running away from people like Jericho. Yeah, and I hated that he ran, but he was great. Like as Kevin Owens, the promo, he was great. And in the ring, he was great. Like he's still, he's still, he's still, he's still great. It's just that they they get these guys and um, I think I think honestly, I think they I think they put the belts on them too fast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hundred. Shawn Michaels came in in '87. He didn't win the belt till '96, and I'm telling you, from '92 to '96, before he won it, Shawn Michaels was having top but notch matches. I, I mean, he's had it. a lot of people. People call uh, WrestleMania 10 the greatest uh, ladder match of all time. Yeah. That's one of the greatest matches, matches of all period. time. Period. No, the one thing I'll say to that point though is that obviously everything's changing, right? So mm-hmm. we can't. I know, like in context, what you're saying is like it took a while to get to that. Only thing is, is like people demand things at a higher clip now. So I think part of the problem is too is like they do sometimes feed into the pressures of the marketplace and say like, hey, like we got to get this guy over like as quick and as fast as possible. Kevin Owens started in NXT. He became NXT champion pretty quick too, like yeah. after like six months. Mm-hmm. But it was a difference of like watching that and then knowing like all the people had left. And he kind of had to be that guy for a while. And then mm-hmm. when Finn Balor came in, then it became the Finn Balor show for about mm-hmm. a year. And then he moved on. But even from, I mean, it was still maybe about a year and a half, I think, until he got the Universal yeah. title. So it wasn't like, I know it seemed really quick. Yeah. But the thing is, there's no, like, when he was in NXT, they tried recreating the Sami Zayn, or a generic Kevin yeah. Steen storyline. It didn't work. But with no backstory. So... All you have was uh, who's the commentary on NXT at the time? It was Nig- um, Nigel. Uh, it was Corey Phillips. Graves and um, no, it wasn't Tom Phillips, was it? Yeah, was it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember Tom Phillips saying like the history between these two men, right? And nobody knows it. And nobody knows it. Like I remember because I watch Honor, <laughs> but my real roommate quick, real quick though, I let's finish your point. I just think of this because when uh, I remember being at a house show and I took my kids to it, and Nakamura comes out. And these people were in front of me. They're like, "Oh yeah," it's like, "It's like, yeah, he wrestled on NXT before." And it was just like, oh. "No, people don't know." Yeah, but that, like, that's I know because fair, people don't. I know that's it's not, not fair, fair. Yeah. but it's like it's the same thing he's trying to say. Is like, yeah. you can't like WWE acts like as soon as they got there, that's it. That's yeah. when they started wrestling, and then that's and it's wrong to do that. But at the yeah. same point, at the same in WWE's defense, 
the casual fan yeah, doesn't, doesn't watch know. Ring of Honor. Yeah. I mean, and no. that's not a knock on Ring of Honor. No. But it's just the comparison of Ring of Honor viewers to WWE viewers, there is no comparison. There is no comparison. So I you can't so. be upset. I mean, for crying out loud, we'll take The Rock. The Rock used to wrestle for USWA yeah. before he got signed. The Rock um, worked, uh, him and Jerry Lawler had a few. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. When he came and did a Survivor Series, you didn't hear no mention. If you if you someone would have mentioned on camera, well, he's in there with Jerry Lawler and their history. I'm like, what the hell? But are you what about? they do is though they'll make reference to certain things sometimes when they want right. to. That so, like, they mention Brock Lesnar, Japan. Right, they can mention New Japan with like Brock Lesnar. They can say. I think oh, it's all about how big the stars. And what yeah, doing. but here's the thing with Nakamura though, and it's like Nakamura was probably the most over at the time yeah. when he left New Japan, and. To know, like, a little bit of... I know we're, like, going back and forth between points, but mm. to go from Nakamura's, like, history... Nakamura was legit. They used to put, put him in MMA fights. He used to win. He was... That's why he got the push that he got. He got the, the IWGP title. He fought Brock Lesnar before. You know, these are things like that that they could play on, but they, they never discuss it. But they pick and choose, like, who they want to do that with. Yeah. So, like, we could talk about Brock Lesnar being UFC champion, IWGP champion, and WWE champion. The well, only man ever do it. We won't talk about. And I we'll think, say we'll say AJ Styles was IWGP Heavyweight Champion, but we won't say Nakamura was. Yeah, well, I think I think Styles you know, too. Yeah, they I think did. that's a product of them. But it makes them inferior. Brock is, I mean, yeah, and mentally it makes him inferior. Yeah. But when it comes to your TV product, you're really not because Brock. Here's, here's the thing about Brock. Brock Lesnar is a perfect example. Now, Brock Lesnar has played for the Minnesota Vikings. He's won the IWGP title. He's been UFC Heavyweight Champion, and his star comes from WWE once he stepped out of college. Like, WWE, and that's where I'm not going to say Vince. I hate when people just put everything on Vince, even though he has last say-so. But WWE slash Vince McMahon, that's his project. He made Brock Lesnar. Not made so much as that. You know what I mean? He went to the drawing board and drew up a Brock Lesnar. But Brock Lesnar came along he called him the next big thing from the door, and that's exactly what he was. was Like, everybody that Vince has looked at, I, I say with the exception of but that's maybe Steve Austin. We're all saying the same thing because it's just in the way that people are presented. Yeah, but would you honor Nakamura though? Like, I mean, you yeah. would. I know you would. No, and here's, but would this WWE benefit from Kobe? Here's, here's the thing: if, when my, if you go back and watch his run in NXT, my whole argument with Nakamura from the beginning was you have to treat him like he's special. Because in my in my opinion he is. Well, his debut was special. And his debut because was special. He had eight weeks worth of vignettes. Right. And That's a guy it. like that, kind of just the, the whole thing coming around, the whole thing we're talking about, the same people wrestling every week in Austin and Rock not touching. Guys like that shouldn't wrestle every week on TV. Because if you present them in a light that they are different from the other talent, they become different yeah, and, and special. I, and I get that. But if you don't, if you just throw them in the mix with everybody else... They become common, and yeah. nobody cares, and mm-hmm. that's what happened. Well, that's yeah. my biggest well, fear with Adam Cole right now, because I think Adam Cole has the ability to be the biggest heel, along with Kevin Owens, if you put him in opposite shows. Yeah. The, however, uh, Adam Cole was told not to do the Adam Cole baby during his debut, because they were, he was told nobody nobody knows nobody knows that yeah. he did it the whole entire stadium went fucking crazy but this is but this is but the is same that thing. fact so do no. you do know that for a fact yeah but here's the same thing we though. watched him do that on NXT yeah so like it's hard to believe you wouldn't be allowed to do that on but here's the, the same thing though they treat NXT oh. like it's a completely different company so even there's no correlation sometimes between NXT and the WWE shows like with yeah. the Vikings just like the, the Viking Warriors experience I don't, I, that, I don't get that but so they came, they've had they changed their name again so they were three different people in one week. Yeah. 
and and and, and as someone who's uh, been backstage and been in WWE, I can tell you this though. Um, some of those guys, some of the stuff happening to those guys, some of those guys are asking for it. And I don't mean metaphorically. I mean yeah. literally. There's yeah. some guys who come to creative and want to change your name. There's some guys who come to creative and want to do this different, do this, that different. And going back to what you said about you don't think they should wrestle every week on TV. The mm-hmm. thing about Rock, Austin, Triple H, Taker, Kane, uh, they wrestled every week. They just didn't wrestle each other. Right. Every week. It wasn't Rock and Austin right. every week. But, but those every, guys but wrestled every, every week. week. Not yeah. every week. And it was still... You know, sometimes you'd have big, you know, like there was a running or something. They all something. did something. They did that something. Yeah. They were there. They Even had in commentary, it was still one of those things. Like when right. you saw those guys in commentary, you know that right. Rock he was going to screw up the match or something. Yeah, you had something that they were involved. But with as many people as they have, like on the roster, there shouldn't be a reason why you have the same matches repeated over and over and over again. And it's like even like smaller companies like Ring of Honor, New Japan. New Japan's roster is not that big. Yeah, and. You know, you can go through, you know, Okada, Tanahashi, like, okay, yeah, they've had 20 matches against each other, but at least each match has had a purpose. Yeah. And it's not, and it's not the next week they fight again. Yeah. And the next week, then the next show they fight again. Which was kind of like the Cena Randy Orton complex that we had for, right. it lasted three years. Where yeah. It was nonstop, almost every paper. You almost had yeah. to book Cena and Randy, though. Like, that's the crazy part. Like, John Cena, obviously, when it comes to pop culture, most. Everybody has their own list of best wrestlers Where do you think Cena time. fits in with this Fox thing? Do you uh, think he, they have to make him? Like, no, he's, I mean, going to, he's going to smack down. No, I mean, I mean honestly, um, John Cena is about to be the next, not verbatim, but he's going to be, his, his position in WWE is going to, I think if he does well in acting, his position in WWE is going to be the same as The Rock. John Cena is going to draw numbers no matter what. Mm-hmm. People are going to buy those. You can't, those kids are going to buy You Can't See Me t-shirts no matter what. Yeah, One thing I get asked as a wrestler, now mind you, I've only been on WWE as a extra. I've been on WWE TV three times, all three times as an extra. One thing I get asked as an indie wrestler, I just visited a kid in the hospital about six months ago. The number one question I get asked by the kids is, when are you going to wrestle John Cena or have you ever wrestled John Cena? Yeah. That is the number one question I get asked he, anywhere. He's the last transcendent star that they have. Yeah, and, and, and that's sad, and that's it's sad to say because with every great era with WWE, they all had that, you know, mega star. And I think John, Ra, Austin, I can't say their names enough, Hogan, you could say to some degree even Bret Hart. When he had when he first got the run, yeah, in '92, and he got the you know the '92 run with the um, new generation, all those great eras, they gave the kids somebody they could go ballistic for, who was going to be the hero, who was going to. I mean, hell, you can even throw Sting in there when he was, Sting's always been a babyface. But we have that person now. It's just not the person. Who we want. is it though? Rowan. I'm not saying that's the Roman? person that people want. That's the person that they're forcing. That's the person that they're forcing. Because with Cena, you can't say Cena was pushed on our throats at first. Uh, everybody act it took Cena a while. It took Cena a while. Yeah. And then once he stuck, he was... I mean, I still think Cena is the face of WWE. Because yeah. it, it was Hogan, the same thing. It took him three years. Everybody was organic. I mean, Hogan wasn't organic, but we already kind of like... We didn't have a choice. If I, was, if I wasn't... If I recall, like, Hogan was already had that superhero kind of... Esque feel yeah. with him when Hulkamania came along. I mean, Rock, they love to hate Rock. Austin was just something that pro wrestling has never seen before, as far as like, I'm talking about on a major level, no filter, no nothing. Austin would, Stone Cold Steve Austin was like 
freaking gang. Took, like he took basically Dusty Rhodes like common man and like yeah. the every and man took it to another level. And, and it was just like, like a pissed off common man. He was yeah, a pissed off Dusty yeah. Rhodes. And it was like the same. It was the, like Dusty was the humble common yeah. man. Yeah, which is yeah. why. And then they let him. And then they had him like literally Be kicking awesome. ass. And on yeah, top of that, awesome. it was a great promo. Yeah. So like Austin was organic. Uh, Rock, you love to hate. John Cena was organic. I don't know. I think I think Roman maybe isn't organic. But then here's the thing, though. You say that about we say like Roman can't carry it, but who can? It's not Kofi. So here's and the I'm thing: sorry. is we did have somebody for a while, and I feel like they dropped the umbrella. I'm a huge fan of his. CM Punk, of course. CM Punk started out so small, coming into WWE, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, became ECW champion. Even when he was ECW champion, I remember being online. And go to forums and people going crazy. Yeah, for the ECW I'm championship. Not, and I, yeah, and I agree with you on that. I'm not and denying he that. He organically got over, especially yeah. around 2011, yeah. with the Money in the Bank stuff. Right. And when he came back, he was on top of the world. And yeah, he I was still, the top guy, but he was the top guy until the other top guys came. You see what I'm saying? But it, like, but it was the same thing. They CM Punk. Him. I mean, CM Punk doesn't. I mean, maybe CM Punk gets a little more mature. Roman's push started CM, around right. uh, CM Punk's like CM Punk never outdrew the Rock. Like CM Punk was never bigger than the Rock. Different times. And he felt like and he should. I get what you're saying. He yeah. felt like he should have main event in WrestleMania 28. But that is John Cena versus the Rock is the ultimate ultimate video game epic match. It's damn near Hogan Warrior like. But, but that would know, be the equivalent of like Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair uh, main eventing the WrestleMania. I think it was WrestleMania 28. Was it? 27. No, 24. 24, sorry. And they didn't main event, though. But that's what I'm saying. It's that those are also... I mean, Ric Flair was a very iconic nothing, wrestler. Yeah, and so was Rock right, Michael. Right. Nothing, nothing you can do... But see, this is the thing, right? So we'll take The Rock, for instance. And I'm a huge Rock fan. That's no yeah. secret for the people that know me. When when the part t- when the guys who were gone, when the big super-duper names came back, two people that weren't affected, no matter who you put on that show, was Austin and Rock. Yeah. This is why they have so much of my respect as a performer. Hogan came back, but it wasn't the Hogan show. Yeah. It was still The Rock in yeah, Austin. Austin. You know what I mean? So, to put CM Punk in that line of work, or in that, 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 that limelight, CM Punk, when Cena and Rock came on the scene, you shut on never lost position. When Taker came back, and he had a hell of a match with Taker. Don't get me wrong. You should have, your star power should have never went down. But then the problem with that is though, it's when you have somebody when you're slated to have somebody to be on that top spot, and you chose this person already, right? Because uh, Cena probably has one of the best merch sales in history. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think I know that uh, New Day got close. Yeah. I know that um, I forgot who it is surpassed him for a little bit. But Cena always comes back, even when Cena's not on TV. His merch sales stay on top. Yeah. CM Punk actually managed to. By a long shot, landslide, uh, outsell Cena when it came to merch. Yeah. My problem was that because he didn't get, and I don't think I, I'm not saying Dodo screwed him over. I, I'm, I mean, I'm sure I heard I hear all the time he said dick backstage. You hear I'm sure. yeah. yeah, like I don't even hear, care about the dick part. Yeah. Like you're talented, you're talented. I think yeah. they, I think they did the best with CM Punk that they possibly could do. If you're running a wrestling company, let me ask you something. You got The Rock, you got John Cena, you got Undertaker. Was this WrestleMania 28? Rock, John Cena, Undertaker, Triple H, who who, was st- who still could go. Triple H yeah. could still go. And you got some other guys. You and Lesnar was there. Yeah. Lesnar. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then yeah, you got Brock Lesnar, too. Yeah. So you got... So you got five mega stars. The only, the, only, the only argument to that, to me, was watching it every week at that time and thinking that 
they pulled the plug on it a little too quickly. Yeah. So I would see you, what would he's you, saying. Would you yeah. take WrestleMania home with a CM Punk? At that, at that year? Who? Yes. That year, yes. Over I'll Rock you, and Cena? Yeah, and I'll tell you yeah. why. I'll tell you why that year. Because he had, you know, we talk. everybody talks about the modern day, you know, title, the title length of um, him being WWE champion, 400 and however many days it was and everything else. There needed to be a real build up and blow off to that. Yeah. It wasn't just, okay, Rock's coming in. That belt, that feels down obvious. against the title. It was, yeah, it was too obvious. Even somebody that you could sit there and watch anything, and from a mile away, you knew that he was going to lose the my, title. That my day, wife, day. who doesn't watch wrestling, uh, she very casually, she asked me, it's like, she calls CM Punk Phil, because yeah. I don't know, she's weird. And she's like, <laughs> well, that, oh, you don't like that. Phil Brooks. So the first, thing, like the first thing my wife said, oh, it's Phil going to lose the belt to The Rock so The Rock can go like in Cena at WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, Fuck, right. even my wife. Now that, that, that so I wouldn't have done it. But that's you did the same match, that's not, you did the same match twice, right? So we had once in a lifetime, then we had once in a And they should have left it at that. Now that's where they should have left it at. Right, but if you were going to do it again, they felt as though they needed to put the title on it. That's fine. But if if you were going to do anything else, like maybe if he didn't wrestle Taker, if he didn't, you triple know, threat. you could have had him, John Cena, Rock. Yeah, triple threat. All on the same time. And that would have been, an, and you know what, and, and just off this off their work, like uh, in the I way think, they I think, no, no, I think Rock and Cena don't get enough credit as workers. No, like, because, no, no, because, no, no, because they're considered. 2016 but, but they Cena was like one of the best. Like yeah. that that year. Yeah, 2015. That match he had. With, that, that match he had. No matches he had with Kevin Owens. Yeah, and like he went. Style, and yeah. Cena and went like, straight indie. Like yo, I can fucking wrestle. Yeah, yeah, you know and I mean? it was like so. that 2016 Cena. Like I'll sit there and put that up against like a lot of people's best years, like in the business. Yeah, he was he was the best, he and that was, was the best, and it was so different. Yeah, and it was like he was going out every week, like when he was U.S. champion and everything else. Anybody he was putting in the ring with, he and was that's when you know you're a mega star. Yeah, when you can, and it you was can, like then he left. When he left and then came back, it was like he's just there. Yeah. So it's like now. Well, that's what? because I think Cena listens to the other people too much. Like, that's another thing, too. Like, they accuse Cena of burying everybody. I think... That might have been the case. Like, you know, you hear those stories. I think, I think, I think, honestly, I think Triple H has done more burying for John Cena no, than John yeah. Cena physically has yeah. buried for himself. 100%. So, in the aspect of, like, you saying, like, the CM Punk thing, like... Well, you heard Vince is, like... Really trying to get him back. This was like so. I read earlier. Yesterday, well, like before I got here, I was in the car. There's actually an article about all Fox gave a list of all the talents the people they want, that they wanted, which is Ronda Rousey. Uh, they want her. They want Cena. They want Lesnar. And the number one person they want is CM Punk yeah. because they know that CM now Punk, CM Punk's return is going to be bigger than anything he done. I don't think yeah. it's going to be at WWE. No, I don't, I don't think, think he's yeah. coming back either. I don't think. But I, for I him to return, come back. Him to return, so I think he will. Because so, there's two things. Well, that, you heard about the thing that happened a couple weeks ago where they were not oh. sure if it was him, wasn't him. He did a run in at this indie show and he came in in a mask, jumped in the ring, and he was wearing a hit the uh, uh, go to sleep. Yeah, thank you, GTS. Oh, that's not, I don't, and believe, ran I don't out. believe it was CM Punk. No, I, and, I don't think and everybody that. was saying it was CM Punk. Obviously, he hasn't acknowledged it that it was himself or anybody else, and nobody else can prove it. But well, yeah, I mean, I would keep him wondering, but I mean, yeah, no. See, I don't see CM Punk doing. I don't. That. I don't see him doing. I don't see any Fed even getting CM Punk to that. The only, that the only thing, the only thing that made me kind of halfway think it might have been him was because he he accepted that um, the autograph signing session at uh, Starcast. At Starcast. Well, I think he's. I mean, I think he misses it. I think he. And that's and that, that's what I was gonna say. I think that was enough to be around wrestling fans that close again because he hadn't really done anything at all since yeah. he left. The only thing CM Punk could do. If CM Punk really wanted to get back at Vince, uh, back at WWE, 
he would sign with AEW and then make a surprise. AEW or New Pro Japan. The best thing think. CM Punk could do if I'm if I'm CM Punk and I'm thinking about it. And he's forty. I would I would I would thirty nine. I would invade. I would invade. If I was CM Punk, I would invade AEW, and I would call Cody Rhodes to match against his brother. So a lot of people think and that would be, be and that would be headline news. So that's funny because a lot of people are theorizing. And by the way, I fell for this booking, and I'm like, "Fuck! If it doesn't happen, it's fine. But if it does, I'm going to cut my pants. It's going to be, uh, <laughs> it's going to be. So Kenny Omega and Jericho are fighting for the best in the world moniker again, right? Mm-hmm. Last time it was a new pro Japan. Now they're doing it again. They keep putting a lot of emphasis. Is on Omega it. coming to AEW? Yeah, he has a match. By the way, just for, for the sure. record. That is the best wrestler in the world right now. Kenny Omega? In my books. In my book. You're not wrong. Active. Who's the best active wrestler right now, Cisco? Okada's the best. Okada's, Okada is the so best So for me, those are one, two right there? No. Easily. He's not even, Omega's not two. Naito's. Uh, no, but see, here's the thing, Omega. man. My, see, everybody's different. My, my personal opinion. My pro wrestler has to have personality and character. Okada, Okada is, from the, if you, you know, you always hear JBL and you used to describe Randy. You'd rather watch Okada. If you were going to build, if you were going to build a pro wrestler from the top to bottom, and you would say, always say you're going to pick Randy Orton, Okada is that person. See, for me, it goes easily, and all three of them are from Japan, but it'll be Kenny and then Okada and Naito have that two spot. I can't go between them. Yeah. Because of the Naito is, Naito is my personal favorite wrestler. You like my Naito? Personal yeah. favorite? You like Naito over AJ Styles? As me, me, person, me personally, yeah. I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying if you're I asking watch, me. I, I, wrestler, I could watch Kenny Omega all day. Wrestler, yeah, but that's the I same. Could. But from the, past, look, from the past four years, or three years, it those four people yeah, carried. have been the best, like, period. The only other person that it, it pains me to say this, but like Finn should be that other guy, but they just don't let him do what he wants to do. I just do. think Finn. I think Finn. Uh, I but think a lot of four, guys in WWE are not WWE wrestlers. Wrestlers, no. you know what I no. mean. I think like they want you to go out there. They want you to do the same the Ring of Honor, same Impact five moves, style. Yeah, and then you wave. And you know, and I don't. You know, you know why I and don't. That you know why I don't knock it. This is the reason why I don't knock it. The reason why I don't knock it, and I'm, I'm going to quote Kevin Nash on this: Hulk Hogan. Stole a rest, stole two WrestleManias back to back at the age of fifty yeah. and fifty one, doing that same five move bullshit. Yeah. It may seem like bullshit, no, but, but it, for fifty years that's he been did the, the same thing. Work. But it, it's like right, but you're getting to a point where it's like, look, like obviously what we're doing right now, you are a pro wrestler, right? Mm-hmm. You've done way more than we, him and I will ever do, like in wrestling. So we're not we're not smart fans. We're not anything else. We watch enough wrestling that we can feel as though that we can have an articulate conversation. Yeah, absolutely, about it. absolutely. So obviously, well, we're not doing without you guys, so. right? But our opinion is not gospel. What I'm saying is, if you take those four guys and put them anywhere, they would be able to build. You could build a company around any of those four guys. Even AJ Styles being, you know, what's AJ? What forty two now? Forty three? No, he just turned forty. Yeah, he just turned forty. But I think I think Kenny Omega. I, this is what I think. I think Kenny Omega would be a mega star if he's in WWE. Yeah. If they use them correctly. If they use them that's correctly, the and that's and that's Kenny Omega could be bigger. Kenny Omega could be bigger about, than Shawn Michaels. Everything no, we're it, talking about is the same thing. It's like they have minus those couple people. They have AJ Styles, but minus maybe like four or five people. They have everybody. Yeah, they, have everybody. they do. They do. They have so right now, I'm very interested because the main story, it's AJ versus Seth. This can be very beautiful. Yeah, this can be very beautiful, or it can turn into shit, or it can turn to shit. And the crazy part about this, that's and I think it's on Seth, and that's the crazy part. I really believe I gotta get up here and stretch a little bit. I think it's on Seth because when is AJ? AJ can work good with anybody. Yep. So it's like we, you need Seth to show up. 
when you need AJ to show up because we all know, like, in this room, AJ's going to show up. Don't get me wrong, Seth Rollins is a hell of a worker. No, and you know what? And even if you put, if you take the restraints off him, he could be the fifth person that we're talking about. Seth Rollins? Yeah, easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. And but it's the same thing like you're saying. If you you constrain those guys, look at look at the match last year at WrestleMania. Was it the Miz he wrestled for the for the IC title? Cool. Was it was Seth Rollins? No, it was I don't remember who he wrestled last, last year. year. I don't even remember at WrestleMania. Yeah. No, the Miz. The Miz won against the uh, Miz. Did no, it was the, it was Seth Rollins. Last year's WrestleMania. You mean thirty three or thirty four? Thirty four. 34. I just, yeah, because 33 wouldn't be last year, would it? No. 34. Um, Wait, last year missed it. Didn't it miss through the tag team match with his wife? And, or was that the year before? That was the year before. No, it was only one. Last year's. 34, See how all this stuff runs together? Yeah, 34th <laughs> mixed tag match was um, Angle and Ronda. That was Ronda's debut. That was the only yeah. mixed tag match at 34. Um, who did Seth Rollins face? Oh, no, no, I'm going See, the thing is that uh, I don't think. AJ that, faced Nakamura. Yeah. Which was. Uh, yeah, it was a triple threat: Miz, Seth Rollins, and and uh, and, and, Finn Balor. and Finn Balor. I completely like, was, yeah. I completely forgot about that yeah. triple yep. threat match. See, you know, see what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and that probably out. was the best, most athletic spectacle we've ever seen. Yeah, but we com- you see how we just completely forgot about? No, it? I promise you that. If no, AJ but that's what, that match. that's what the thing is, though. It's like you're having, and I remember the match being very good. It's just that it took us a while to get there to think of it because, again. It was last year in the midst of another eight eight and a half hours of pro wrestling. You're sitting there watching, so you know, no no rights or wrongs, but match was very good. But we're still, but that but that was the thing. It was like past two years in a row, he's pretty much opened the show. And to me, again, if that's the guy you're going to put the belt on on your A show, quote yeah. unquote, why is he opening the show? Yeah, up? that's the guy beating Brock. And, and this is another thing. I think they're doing that because. One, three hours as long as hell. And two, they're going they're going off a lot of statistics, I believe, like where they're looking at it like the times when people most watch wrestling, that's the time they're going to put their biggest star on. But the problem yeah. with that is that money, so I think Money in the Bank is the wrong pay-per-view to do a Rollins versus Styles match because you have the finale of Game of Thrones, right? When you look at the numbers that Game of Thrones is pulling... Well, they did that same shit. It was Game 7 of the NBA Finals. Yeah. With Cena and AJ Styles. Yep. The first time. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was 16 as well. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, when, the yeah. Cavs, when the Cavs won the title. It was Game 7, and they tried to... I remember sitting there, had the TV on, had an iPad, and they, had, and they tried to start the match at halftime. Yeah. And the match bled over into the game. And they had... They let everything go. They dropped. Yeah. And it was a huge drop, and they're like, oh, "I don't understand." People watch basketball, like it's not. Yeah, and you know, it's just like, and people watch Game of Thrones. We were like, we spoiled we so. with the Monday Night War. We were spoiled, but like there was a time when, I now remember this as a kid. There was a time when wrestling was above anything. Yeah, like we like Monday wrestling almost put. Monday Night Football out of business. Not the NFL. Yeah. But I run But Monday yeah. Night Football was almost obsolete because of pro wrestling. Yeah. Like, loving hip-hop and Game of Thrones. And I, I get it. Like, people are in the new stuff. Like, wrestling doesn't have yeah. the vibe it has anymore. But I think I got to blame, as a worker, I got to blame the workers. As a wrestler, I got to blame the wrestlers. Myself included. Because, yeah. you know, like, they're good enough to be there. I'm not even there. But we're all doing a, a shitty job. Like, if anybody wants to be honest. Like, I don't think no reality TV show should be not pro wrestling. The the one thing, if you're looking at it from, like, we just did had, like, the shake-up. Like, right? They moved a bunch of people around to try to, like, kind of 
have another restart, right? We do this every year. So, but then what you got back in return was you still have the same people you're going to push. Yeah. Nobody else, you know, to me, the one biggest, the only thing that really upset me with WrestleMania was that Drew should have went over Roman. Yeah, big time. Now, if you look at it, because we didn't know that night that Roman was going to go to SmackDown, that could have been Drew's launching point right there. I beat Roman. Where's he at? Just simple things, like simple yeah. things, like you can put somebody over with, and nobody's looking at that. But again, Roman got his win. For you know, you had to tell the story of the triumph and come back in it. That's one thing of it. That's fine. But now you put him back. In, he went. Drew went almost a whole year without being pinned on Raw. Yeah. You blew that off to have him lose to Dolph, who's not around anymore. And Where the hell is Dolph? He's, he's still on the contract. He's still he's still there. He's, he's doing his just, comedy stuff. Yeah. Oh, he's just, just stand up. Yeah. He does stand up comedy, hmm? like legit. Yeah. 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 Them two, like their pairing, was like my favorite thing. It, was, it felt like a diesel thing. Yeah. Like a diesel. But it was it was like the best thing they had going. Yeah. I've never seen. No he's the first person I've ever seen make a million dollars ripping someone off. Yeah. Like the way yeah. he ripped off Shawn Michaels yeah. got $1.5 million for it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But Dolph can go, though, too. It's yeah, he can. Like, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's, it's just, I just wish Dolph would be Dolph, though. Yeah, but that that was like you had that you had that small window right there. It was like him and McIntyre. And you had him being the, the arrogant prick heel. And it was like perfect. Yeah. He wasn't running anymore yeah. because he had a Back legit off. backup. So it was like, yeah, you can kick my ass. That's fine. He wasn't running from a fight anymore because he had somebody that was going to back him yeah, up. When them two used to come out, like their entrance together, he would hit his music first. He would come out and basically just wait. And then as soon as Drew's music hit, and it was just like he that ominous walk and just be right behind him. It was like yeah. the best thing they were doing. Yeah. And they and for whatever reason, they just like, it lasted for what, three months? It was like the summer months. Yeah, it was very long. Was, and then they got rid of it. They, got, they threw Braun in the mix. They had like a... They all like started to hate each other, and then that was the end of it. And then we yeah. started having these. Speaking of which, Braun Strowman, what yeah. the hell? Well, I was gonna say we, <laughs> we've been having this. We've been having these Strowman, Lashley, McIntyre, or Galloway, whatever Drew matches against the Shield for so many fucking weeks. Then Braun we, Strowman is just, just. I'm sorry, Braun Strowman is just like the biggest like. I don't know. Just his, just the way he's being used, the way he's being marketed, just yeah. everything about Braun Strowman is just underachieved. So, it's a, I it's think a waste. Braun Strowman could be this generation's Andre the Giant if it was done right. So he if had you a just never threw year. him over the top rope. If you kept Braun Strowman needs to stay heel. I would love to make him heel because here's the thing though: nobody likes anything more than a David versus Goliath. Yeah, right. Like if you just have that one special guy beat Braun Strowman, it would be incredible. But that's what. The, but that's the whole thing. Like, like going back to Roman. Like they tried to do that with Roman with him, and it was like For three months. Right, and it's, it's again you take the Roman believ- wasn't a guy because we weren't behind him. Right, but no. take the believability out of it. You had a guy in Braun Strowman who was literally lifting up cars, ambulances, ambulances, yeah. and everything else with his bare hands. Right, right. and he got beat by a spear. Not even it's that. Not, it's I mean, not again, even that. You also have it's wrestling, like, right? There's no lie. There's, there's no arguing. Yeah. It. There's nothing like that. But you got to hit him with something. You had a guy who like what was the match with Kane and them? I mean, they threw like a thousand ladders on him. Chairs, oh, yeah. tables so on top of him. You made him so unstoppable that believing beating him is not believable. Yeah, but then and you then have right a guy who that. can just spear him, like just tackle him. Yeah, 
And that's it. And you also have like the. Well, Roman Reigns was in the Avengers Endgame. You didn't. See I it. saw that. Did so you see that? Like he yeah. spared Thanos. Yeah. yeah. Like, very smaller, like Thanos right? had the. When he Thanos had the, 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 the. Thanos the, snapped the, his fingers yeah. and everyone perished but Roman Reigns. And he speared him <laughs> right so, afterwards. Yeah, he speared him right after. Took the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Snapped his fingers. See, the, the match right after that was. For some reason, somehow he got a match with Brock at SummerSlam. I think yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how. He, he lost a feud with Roman, but mm-hmm. got a match against Lesnar. Yeah. Probably one of the greatest matches I've seen Strowman do. And then one at five. But they did one that too. Remember, they had a match. Um, we'd have to look up what pay-per-view it was. And it was like the same thing. They fought before. And they did the same exact thing. And Braun, like, you know, manhandled him the whole time, threw around this and that, gave him, like, all his moves and everything. One at five. Put him out. And the problem with that is, and, like you But said, Roman Reigns can take... 20 of them yeah. at WrestleMania kick say. out and then LeBron yeah. takes one and that's it. See, one of my favorite matches, it's Umaga versus Cena and it was yeah. for, I remember it was for the Intercontinental. It was I Umaga was a hell of a hit. I watched some of him. I didn't see a lot of Umaga. If you go back and watch that match, I think the point you're trying to get with that too is like you had that monster but Cena literally had to choke him out with yeah. like the ring ropes. Yeah, there's the only way. He it was like the, they had a no disqualification match Nobody had beaten Umaga at that point. And see, that's believable, and, right. though. Because it was like, it took world. everything. It yeah. took everything. Like, like yeah, I choked this Cena. motherfucker out. Yeah, like, and I even you had got, this motherfucker. And even at that point, Cena was the guy who was super Cena. And he, nothing, no, nothing could put him down, right? This is when the AA, or the, the, the FU, the FU at, the at the time. At the time, that's when the AFU laid you off flat. Like, you kicked out of this, you were special. Umaga kicked out of two of them back-to-back. Yeah. And he was that and, monster. And, but you know what? And then that's another thing, too. They bury... Um, they bury finishers to try yeah. to build them back up, and that's why I think it becomes confusing. But that's where you can tell like different people are writing it. I think the key to wrestling behind the scenes to make it entertainment for us is that excuse me, you give okay. Say you two guys are working each other. It's going to be Cisco, Cisco versus John, right? John, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, sorry, man. We just met today, people. <laughs> sorry, we just met today. So 20, it's be like Cis- two minutes before so, we start recording. So they're like, Cisco and John, you guys are going to do a six-month program for an Intercontinental title. Cisco, you're going to run in on him. John, you're going to run in him. John, you're going to be the heel. Cisco, you're going to be the face. I think they should have two writers for every feud, every program. Yeah. And just have them focus on that. But when you have a group of guys and they're like, okay, well, Cisco and John, yeah, we know we had a six-month program, but we're just going to switch it over to Cisco versus BJ. For three months, and then go back to Cisco and John, and then and then they just pick up where they left off. Yeah. Like that's where it's like, I don't even think they're got wrestlers writing the wrestling program. So you just described Roman's storyline right now. Roman yeah. literally his storyline's always been against the authority. He got drafted to SmackDown, starts a rivalry with Elias, but also at the same time, with yeah, yeah, and then like they, they have a he has two storylines. He has the Elias thing, mm-hmm. which is very small. And then he has the McMahon storyline. And the thing is that this story, we already played this out for, what, two years now? We had Since him versus, 15. Yeah, uh, we had he got for, the title the first time and they took it off him. And then he got is that when he Superman punched Vince? Yeah. yeah. On Raw or yeah. something like that? Smackdown this week. Yeah. Or last week. Two but see, that's, see, that's why oh, Superman punched Vince again? Again, yeah. yeah. When, he got, when they did the draft. And then it was one of those things where, like, we gotten this already. We've seen it. And I'm like, I don't see... Because what's going to happen is obviously Vince can't wrestle anymore, so he's just going to right. have somebody yeah, that man. Roman has. I think we just oh, probably Triple H or something. Like you know what? We just been spoiled, man. I, I, that's why I think it's been because <clears throat> I think it's to the point they don't know what to do with certain wrestlers. But when you watch NXT and you it's, watch yeah. like NXT UK, it feels beautiful. they know they can do it. So like you you sit there and you watch like an hour's worth of wrestling, right? You get four matches within that hour. Mm-hmm. 
you still know the commentators do their jobs. They tell you the stories, even if you could not watch NXT for two, three weeks. Plug right back in, be caught up, because yeah. the matchmaking will tell you, plus the commentators will lead you to the story and everything else. They don't do that. So it's like, even if somebody who doesn't watch Raw all the time, you pick it back up, and then you see the nonsense, and it's like, you know, we get we see things on social media and stuff, and everybody's like, God, like, <clears throat> everything from Monday was, that had to be the worst Raw ever. How many times have you heard that, though? Mm-hmm. Like, in the past two years? And that's crazy. I've been working. I haven't, I've been missing a lot of money in that Raw since I've been working. So I'll come home and turn it on and watch it for a little bit. And then, you know, those off to sleep. Just yeah. I got to go to work. Sure, you know I mean? sure. I, I got to work in the morning. You know, I don't get home. I get home. I get home after 10, 1030. And I watch the editing segment or whatever, whatever. And lately it's been like, lately the main event matches. Well, for me, the last time I watched Raw all the way through, I can't even remember. I can't even tell you. No, that's that's not even, I'm not even knocking WWE because I we've been talking about WWE. Summer. We get to start talking about WWE. We don't stop because WWE really is the end all be all. Yeah. Um, it's a three-hour show. Yeah, it's a three-hour. Three hours is long. But here's the thing: Nitro used to be three hours long. But then that's when they started to lose. And that, that when they you started so? to lose it, when they started to lose, oh, I think it. They, SmackDown's going to three hours. I've been watching. Smackdown's I've been going back and watching Fox Nitro ones. for the like in 1997, right? Because from like just like you, I was a WWE kid, right? WWF. Nothing else mattered, right? Yeah. And now I'm going back and watching these Nitros from like when I really like kind of fell back in love with pro wrestling as like had a little break. And now you're seeing, you go back and watch that stuff, and you're like, man, they had a tight show, two hours. And like we're saying, format was pretty much the same. NWO would come out, Hogan would come out, Bischoff, and some form of variation, Hall, Nash. They would talk the same shit week in and week out. That would last for about 10 minutes. They'd leave. Then you'd have your workers. You'd have Jericho, Malenko, yeah. Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, um, Rey Mysterio. And that's what I think. And you had mean. all those guys like that would just put on like the best matches tag matches. You had Harlem Heat. You had the Steiners. You had, um, they paired up Luger and Giant. You had the thing with Sting would play on the background. Yeah. You had the emergence of like Diamond Dallas Page. It was a yeah. good show. It Everybody was, good was over. Everybody, Everybody was, was over. Wrestling. Every, yeah. And see, like, even Miles Engineer. Yeah. Miles, Miles Engineer, who doesn't even share his goddamn subway, <laughs> had to, had to <laughs> jump off the mat. But see, you see how people, you see that nostalgia that comes back, but here's the thing, though. I think that's another thing, too, when it goes back to the Megastar. But look at these guys, though, that they that's have. That's what Seth Rollins. Like, you got Cedric Alexander. Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins, AJ, your Seth Rollins, your AJ Styles, your guys like that. You know what they would be on that type of show? Yeah, they'd be cruiserweights. Yeah, they they would be they would be the they would be facing Benoit's and Perry Saturn's or not. So I don't think we have the mega stars. It's not necessarily size as much as his personality. Stone Cold was two six two two fifty. Now that's big in a normal world. Right. That's not that's not huge in the athletic world. There's a huge thing that you also we also have to take into account. It's sponsor. Because WWF net did not have as many sponsors. I mean, they have Snickers, Hot Pockets, they have Scooby Doo movies. But these they were worth a billion by 1991. But, but, back to the but these companies you know, do have control of the content. That and they Ted Turner has endless months. money. But, but, but back to Nitro, though, I think the thing that kept me hooked to Nitro was the fact that all those guys that y'all mentioned, even though I knew none of them was ever going to become the champion, it all felt like they all had a chance. And that's what kept me watching every week. Because anybody could win. And that that does not exist now. Which which one thing I hate now, and I think the internet's to blame for this, but Royal Rumbles to me always fell. It was the best pay-per-view. They were better at WrestleMania to me, right? Mm -hmm. A bunch of dudes in the ring trying to eliminate Because the anticipation was who was going to who was going to win. And can we just say on a side note, because we we brought it up and we kind of let it go, um, 
I have to. I just want to say this out loud for everybody in the world to say: um, If you're going to push Kofi Kingston, why the fuck didn't he win the Royal Rumble? Okay, so why the fuck wouldn't Kofi Kingston? Here's my win problem the Royal with Rumble? Kofi right now: is he came out week one, celebrated right after Monday Night Raw, right after WrestleMania. That's cool. That's fine. Following week, came out, celebrated his victory again. No opponent, no rivalry. Right? Everything's cool. Following week, came out, still celebrating, still doing the dumb pancake skits in the back with New Day. It just, he doesn't it feel like a like, world champion. It felt like it was going to be fresh. Yeah, Kofi Kingston doesn't act like a WWE champion. The day after when they But what when WWE champion shakes their ass and no pancakes? No, that, there's he, never been a no, comedic WWE champion. Out, yeah. When he jumped out and they had the match with him and Rollins. Yeah. And you go, okay, they're going to take this in a different direction with him. They're going to they're gonna make him legit. They're going to make Kofi a legit They're going to make him legit. Yeah. And then, like you said, then you go right back to the bullshit. And it's like, I think what happened was, again, it was a reactive thing. Because... When they put on that match, when he had that gauntlet match, and he started but they running booked the team, him the last that they long. They booked though. him the last that long, but I don't think they anticipated the reaction that they were going to get they from it. Brian too, and they wanted Dan. Like no matter what, Daniel Bryan's the man, right? Mm-hmm. But it was the same thing. Like they, you want that underdog character, like always. And I don't think they saw that he was going to be that guy, and it happened. They didn't. I don't think they anticipated that being what it was, and then it was like, "Oh shit!" But my thing got something here. Okay, like Royal Rumbles has always been my favorite. Like you, yeah. that's yeah. my favorite Survivor Series. Favorite is mine, but that's Survivor Series. Yeah. Mine's is Royal Rumble. Um, I love seeing the thirty man Royal Rumble and just seeing who's going to go to WrestleMania. Yeah. My thing is, for eleven years, you had the biggest spot in the actual Royal Rumble match. Yeah. The biggest escape spot. You. you we. Oh, Kofi is famous at Royal Rumbles for escaping elimination. Yeah. So, the year you're going to make him WWE champion, you could have just, the finish could have been him escaping an elimination and winning the Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. It was well-deserved. It was an 11-year story that told itself. You could have got Seth there another way. Yeah, you didn't need Seth to win the Royal Rumble. You could have got Seth there another way. That had Kofi. If you came to Seth and Kofi, Kofi's name is written all over that. Yeah. Yeah. But that's where WWE really pissed me off. And I'm saying that as someone who wants to work for WWE, that pissed me the fuck off. The best way they could have done that is had a double elimination and somehow Kofi does a handstand, just walk back to the ring. Something to keep the gimmick of the So simple. Nothing about that was was rocket science. You know what I'm saying? That's, That's pretty much what we've been going through the whole time here. It's like, Sometimes you book yourselves into a spot where it's like, how do you get out of it? But I think with that, it was so reactive that they didn't know how to get themselves out of it. And yeah. it was like, hey, look, we got to do this. I think they felt they, you know, we always think that they don't listen or they don't care. But I think they took that and was like, all right, we have to do something for this guy now. Like, no matter what it is. I mean, it's the same thing with Rey Mysterio won the title. So look, the I- same exact thing happened. It was, you gave Rey the belt. Almost as an arbitrary award for all the years he'd been in the business, and then unfortunately, like, Eddie, hey, Guerrero, for your Eddie Guerrero passing at that time, yeah. and you had that whole lead up to it. And it was like he won the Rumble, though. To his, to to, to um, your point, he did win the Rumble, and then he went on and won the title at WrestleMania. But yeah, it works. It worked. Like it was a simple thing. Well, of, I think the part of the, I think they fucked out Kofi was that the original storyline was that he worked hard for years to get to where he is. Yeah. When they added the race, like people like me don't get opportunities. To me, that wasn't needed because yeah. people and it were already so fell, it already fell with Booker T. Yeah, I hate the black wrestler. Yeah. being champion just because he's black. Just because he's black, like it's my ass. Because to me, that takes. And away I'm saying from, that as a black guy. as a black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that takes yeah. away from Kofi's victory. That's because, why we'll always. Yeah, that's why we we'll always honor and respect the Rock. The Rock to me, um, people can make their argument, but if Barack Obama is my first. 
black president, The Rock will always be my first black WWE champion. Yeah, no, you're right. The first black world champion I ever seen while I was alive was Ron Simmons. But the first black WWE champion to me will always be The Rock. Yes, his family is Samoan. Yes, he has a lot of Samoan heritage. And but who's who who here doesn't live with their mother growing up? Yeah. Like in ninety nine percent of the time, you live with you you around your mother more than your father. When your family splits, or you know what I mean, just why I go to home. You know what I mean? Not like, and and, and, and and that's a typical black home, man. His dad was absent. That shit, that was a joke, by the way, people. That was a joke. But um, no, like with The Rock, it's just like completely different from Kofi. You never heard anyone say anything about The Rock's race when he was running to be champion. Yeah. You never heard anyone say anything about The Rock being a main eventer because he's black. You never even mentioned the fact that The Rock was black. I watched Hulk Hogan oh, yeah. with The Rock with a belt. And nobody said like, like in 2019, that is the most racist thing. He beat a black, he whipped a black man. Yeah. No, when it happened to The Rock, that wasn't a black man getting beat by a white man. That was Hulk Hogan hit the rock. rock, and we all knew Rock was going to come back and whip his candy ass. See, that world, I don't know. That's why I think Kofi was kind of ruined. I feel like the whole he worked hard for the last 12 years was the better storyline. And it was working because social media was blowing up. Like, they were posting Kofi matches, they were posting, like, how he needs to uh, win World Rumble because, like, he doesn't have the opportunity, all this stuff, and then they throw in the race card, and to me that completely ruined the whole push, which is the same reason that I feel that some, like, Alberto, yeah. uh, that kind of ruined Alberto's push as well. Um, I'm just not a fan of when they do that, regardless of what it is. Uh, for the longest time, I know that, uh, in my friend group, a lot of my friends were like, oh, when are we going to get the next, like, Latino? I was like, bro, we had Eddie Guerrero, we had Rey Mysterio, we had, like, we have Andrade Alma, who's, like, being geared to mm-hmm. that spot right now. And it's just one of those things where, to me, it ruins pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it makes the characters not very believable yeah. themselves. Uh, mainly because, like, like you said, it was Hogan beating The Rock with a yeah. belt. Or instead of, like, in today world, which will be one of the most... Racist that was the so. most racist thing I've ever seen, and, that, and yeah. that's why I like The Rock. I think I like The Rock because when it came to, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say minority wrestlers for now, when it came to minority wrestlers, his his race was second to his abilities. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody ever, looks, nobody ever looked at The Rock and said, um, oh, man, when are they going to give that black guy a chance? No, no one ever said that. Yeah. Everyone said, yo, he's going to yeah. lay the smack down tonight. Yeah. And you know it's even I mean? the same thing with some of the other wrestlers like Chum Benjamin. Nobody ever said that either. But I think, I think honestly, though, this is WWE, like, WWE, like, wrestling period kind of, like, pisses me off because, like, I'm like, where do you get these black guys from with no charisma, though? You know the, the irony of Like, I've said. never <laughs> seen a black guy with no charisma. Are you kidding me? I'm, they got all of them. They found all the black guys with no charisma. I'm sorry. Shelton Benjamin, hell of a wrestler. Better than me, hands down. No personality. Bobby Just Lashley's the same. Bland as shit. Anytime you need Leo Rush as a mouthpiece, you are bland as shit. That's <laughs> true. When Leo Rush was on Indies with us, like he didn't even he like he 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 didn't cut promos, dude. Like he wasn't. So I watched his debut in Ring of Honor to his exit, and very rarely that he he ever talked. Yeah. Still, best match I ever seen live is him and Jay White. I'll tell people that yeah. all the time. The Ring of Honor? Yeah. One, the last one? Before his no, exit? Before J1-2? This was October... There was a, not on a paper, it was just regular. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. We're well, talking about the same thing. That was the best match of his. That was the best yeah. match I've ever seen in person. But in, 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 once again, in defense for WWE, it's not their... You can't blame the entire industry on them. Yeah. 
What do you guys think AEW is going to do? Uh, how good do you think they're going to be? Or do you think it's all hype? No, no. I think they're going to do good. I think that they are going to change the structure with the whole offseason. I think that's pretty smart. AEW is going to have an offseason? Yeah. So I don't want to wrestle in off season. I'm gonna be honest. With you. So I think that's I think the reason I don't want it work. as a worker right now because yeah. I mean my body hasn't tired out yet. I don't want it as a worker and I don't want it as a fan. Well, it's because the wrestlers are also allowed to wrestle for other other companies. Also, wrestling the wrestling will never stop. Yeah, their program. Yeah, their program. their programming is really good. Well, that's the other thing because uh, again rumors are bound and stuff. But then there's talking about them going to um, TBS or TNT. Yeah. And. That may happen. They may now happen, and kind of the way the content and everything like that's going. Real gone. quick, you think Ted Turner will get back in the wrestling business? Well, Ted's gone. Yeah, Ted's gone. He's dead. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he I just don't own. He just don't own. A, he, uh, he doesn't own TNT anymore. Nah, I, I didn't know, know that. And the concept AT&T actually owns Time Warner and H- yeah. and, and the concept heavy roots. All the Turner broadcasts. He sold it, or they took it. No, well, he's been out for a couple years, and then just recently, AT&T acquired everything. Oh, they sold it. He sold it. Oh, okay. I think that with uh, that off season might come in very useful because it worked for Lucha. The problem Lucha had is that it didn't feel like wrestling. It felt more like a a movie. A movie. And I think that with AEW, with the off season, they can do all their big storylines, give their talents a break, have new writers come in. Uh, that way, the writers can pitch storylines ahead of time, and they can say yes, no, yes, no. They can plan budgets better. They can plan. Like if if a wrestler needs a, a raise, a talent, they can plan camera angles, which is something that Lucha fucking killed it because they had the little mechanical arms mm-hmm. on top of the rafters. Mm-hmm. I think AEW is going to be new and fresh. I don't know if it's going to beat Impact, and that's something know. that I tell people time unless they can get a mega name. I yeah. don't see it beating Impact because Impact has a lot of big names. However, I do think that Double or Nothing is going to set the standard. It's going to be because Double or Nothing is supposed to be the first show in the new style, right? right? So we're going to see like, okay, what moves are allowed? What you know, we're going to see. And uh, I don't know if you saw the interview that Khan had this week, um, but he said that there's four big surprises in uh, Double or Nothing, which I think he should have never said that personally, right? But he said there's four big surprises happening. Of course, everybody's like. But, oh, see, those are, but see, those are the things I get into when you have people who don't know wrestling. That's the only thing I get kind of leery about. Yeah, saying like, "Oh man, it's going to be great," because if somebody's basically telling you the whole time there's surprises coming, yeah, you're going to sit there the whole time waiting for yeah. the surprises to happen, and it kind of, you know, it's like I, <clears throat> I mean, no, no, uh, you know, end game spoilers, but it's like the same thing if somebody tells you what's happening. And then the whole time you're just sitting there waiting for it, for it to happen. To happen it, ruins it. it ruins it. Like, it would totally ruin it. See, one of the biggest things that Double or Nothing does have going for itself right now is Jericho Omega again. Right. Uh, I like that. Cody Cody and uh, his brother. Right? And then all the other matches. Which, that promo was crazy. The promo uh, was yeah. crazy. We that promo was crazy. Promo. That, was after, that was definitely uh, epic. Like, he, Kobe elevated that match. So, we don't promo. know... We didn't get a final card yet either, right? No. Uh, so, so right now it's the Battle Royale. Right. Uh, the, women's, the Lucha Brothers. The Lucha Brothers versus Young Bucks, Lucha which Bucks. might be man inventing, uh, double or nothing. I'm very positive. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. I know that the Bucks are already big on like man inventing, like tag teams. Because they did uh, for All In. Yeah. Uh, so. so it's those those three matches. You have the women's match, which is Britt Baker, Nyla Rose, and uh, Kylie Ray, mm-hmm. uh, which I. 
I feel Nyla's going to win. <laughs> She's the only heel of the three. Uh, then you have uh, Pac versus uh, Handman, which I'm like, I like Handman, <laughs> but like Pac's on a different level. Uh, I, hate, I hate calling Neville Pop because I always think of X Pop. That's not, I yeah. mean, he needs a new name. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't say Pop without thinking about X Pop. Maybe I'm just old. I don't and know. I'm very positive that's it because a lot of the other wrestlers are in the Battle Royale. Yeah. Uh, that, what scares me about Double I think what we should do, because um, we, we went like way long than what we said we were going to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Um, Probably closer to next week. Then we same time we'll have a we'll have a full card. Uh-huh. By that point, we just kind of break that down, dissect that show a little bit. What we're gonna see, um, you guys gonna be up for like a we'll all get together, watch it at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that'll think that'll be a and then this way we can maybe do a reactionary thing like right afterwards. We're twenty four days. Stay on top. Yeah, stay on top of it. So we're less than a month away. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think uh, we so- covered everything. <laughs> that we the entire and then some, and then some. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if we rambled a bit you know uh, God bless us but uh, so really trying to put this out for you guys and then kind of we're going to come back next week this is kind of just getting us back into um, the swing of things just get back into the swing of things a little more structured next time we'll have a, like a format and a topic I think it will be a little bit better we'll discuss that and um Still go over some news and stuff, and uh, I think it'll be good. So, anything else you want to say before we? Oh no, I just want to say thanks for having me. Um, Miles, you're still an asshole for not letting me get in your subway and not inviting me to subway. That is true. Um, For those who don't know, we have a Nintendo 64 in here, and I'm about to whip their asses. (laughs) You know what? I don't think it works. I might have to go get the. Oh, now it doesn't work. No, I'm I'm gonna come. I gotta come right back. I'm gonna go get the one that works. Now he's gonna leave and never come back. (laughs) You see how this works, right? I actually gotta come back. I pay rent here, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got a point. But well, thank everybody for listening. Thanks for having me, man. It's a pleasure being here, man. Hopefully, got to come back sometime. Yeah, yeah. Mess around with you guys. Love you guys' opinions. Gonna get me in a lot of trouble.